Introspective, we seek opinions that's often neglected. But here it's respected, our style eclectic. If it makes sense, then we accept it. Can't reject it, it just adds depth to our perspective. Perspective. What's good, everybody? To our perspective. Of Perspective Junkies. Junkies. We're joined by a special guest, our boy JT. He is a former teammate of Cody, but he's also a fraternity brother of us both. He came on to discuss the 65K rule again, and is that enough to really be having a housewife? And does every man have the maturity level to really do that? We also talked about selection and a partner. Lastly, we talked about side pieces. Pretty much somebody wanted to be that lusty figure that waits for everybody's relationships to fail. This was another good discussion. Please show us love on all the platforms. And most importantly, enjoy that show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in for another episode of P Junkies, Perspective Junkies. I'm one of your co-hosts, C Swank, aka Cody Ocrates, aka Cody Knows Most. I'm joined by one of my co-hosts, Thomas Couldn't Make It, but other one, you introduce yourself. It's your boy Vontae Swank, the original. Man, mental health was good. And we are joined by a special guest, ex-teammate, Paulding County native, representing Pico. Introduce yourself, man. Uh, I'm JT. Other people call me Jalen, you know. Uh, I go to Kennesaw, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Glad to have you on, man. We're going to hop right into it. Um, This is kind of like one of our social topics because we've been speaking on it in the last episode, but I think... It needs a little more attention because we got a lot of uh, commentary on our Perspective Junkies podcast story mm-hmm. with the surveys. Continue to, to comment and post. We really appreciate people who are tuning in. But the 65K uh, housewife debate, for those who wasn't tuned into the last episode, we kind of briefly talked about it. And there was a tweet where a woman kind of complained and said, hey, uh, my husband is asking me to, to stop working and just be a housewife, but he only makes 65K. This idiot. Why would he do something like that? Why would he dare? Why would he dare ask ask her that? So you know, we had our opinions. Uh, I I personally felt like I'm like you know we should be a little bit more. We should be critical or skeptical of what people perceive to be a struggling household income because based on the research, just want to say this the. The average income uh, was 67K. Now, of course, that's, that's a little bit down, like 2000 now, I think. And we can probably attribute that to the, the pandemic. But the average income was 65K, which is far uh, lower than 80K, which was the co-host, I guess, the, the lowest level they would take. But most most people said 100,000 would be the most appropriate time. And at that point, they're ready. My argument is that that kind of, you know, only includes like 10% of the population. So you pretty much are just saying eradicate the housewife. And I'm like, it's more, more effects of that. But host, uh, co-host, let's see if you guys have anything you want to add or, or your, your, your two cents on that. Well, I can say like the 65K people, people like, they think that's pretty low offer. They think that's like a low amount. And if you think about it, most most people average, like, our average college student probably going to average a good 35, 40K coming up. 
Let's be honest. Like, 35, 40K, 35, 40 to 45K coming out because it's like, it's not like you're automatically, unless you're fortunate enough to get that. It's like, it's not like you're automatically getting the career you want. All right. You're not at the highest position yet. Yeah. And it's like highest positions, that's up there with 75K, 60K, 80K. And it's like, you do have the ones that are making 100K, but they've been there for years. Like, they're 40 plus years old. And it's like, they've been in the company for a good 15 years. So it's like, they did their due diligence to get there. So it's like, for somebody to say, especially if it's like, especially if they're not even that old, to say like, oh, 65K, nah, like, you gotta put it in a perspective of, like, you just gotta put it in perspective of look where you are and look where like you're going it's like it's not about now but it's like where you'll be or where you'll end up well let me give you a question and I'll bounce this back to you as well Monte what would you say is the negative effects or social consequence of people believing that 65k is like an inappropriate amount and then I would say for you Monte on the other side of it what would be the negative consequences of me saying I don't think it is that bad. Like, what would what's the negative consequences of not believing that? I got this. Go ahead. So, the negative thing is just like people think it's just it's hard. It's hard to really like put a like pin, just pinpoint that specific point. But it's like they think they're looking at everything else around because it's like everywhere we go, people are spending bands, bands every day. You see people, you see the scammers because it's like. Scammers making money, of course they're making money because they're financing, but it's like, bro, when you actually stack it up and you look at salary jobs, 65K, people people with two, really two, three kids is living comfortably because it's not like they're going out spending $1,000 a week or doing all of that. They're just budgeting right there. And that's when it comes to how people view their lifestyles now. Back then, everybody was like, chill, calm, you know. Go spend some money here and there. Now it's like, I'm trying to splurge. I'm trying to show people I got that money. And the actuality is like, it's not even, what are you doing it for? Like, <laughs> just for, just, oh, thumbs up, kudos to you. But it's like, okay, okay. Monte? Yeah, I got plenty to say. Gotcha. Because. It's his time. Let's go. We got, we got, <laughs> I got a couple points on this. Because first we have to think about how many people are living under the poverty line and how much that can influence an average of a of a country, so we let's get an estimate from you. How many people do you believe are living, or percentage of the American population do you believe within, is living under it's the within the thirty percent? Thirty percent is living below. Yeah, and that can change an average massively, and there's not nothing to strive for. Like if you're thinking about it, average. All right, yeah, look that one up later. Okay, uh, go. Ahead. What about you? What do you think? Let's just give the numbers right now before okay. I go. What do I? Who do I believe uh, live below the the poverty line? What percent of the nation you think is living in the poverty line? Fifteen percent. Thirty percent means that you believe three out of every ten people are living below the poverty line in America. Yeah. Okay. We keep going. Yeah, keep going with your point. <laughs> All right. What I was saying. Okay. What else I was saying was that it's a couple different layers to this whole thing. I think. The negatives that could come. He got the number. You spoke 13.4. The true answer is 13.4. 13.4. I believe a lot of people have long that's, estimates like okay. this. I really believe it. But like, keep going. Keep going. Okay. 2021, 13.4. And that's my Forbes, too. Yeah, they lying. Niggas getting... <laughs> <laughs> they lying. 
going. Just going. Drop money. Keep going. All right. <laughs> what I was saying was okay. So for one, I think the negatives come from you kind of like hanging it in too early, like thinking sixty five k is like all right, we good. Go ahead, stay home. Uh, that's like. We, we should be teaching like strive for that honey like we can make that you know what I'm saying so on that one end of it it's like it's not shooting it's not shooting for the stars it's like shooting for the roof you know what I'm saying secondly I don't think every man is really maturely built enough to handle having a housewife because we gotta think we gotta really talk about that like there are a lot of controlling men and a lot of men who really like, yeah, I want her to stay home so she ain't doing nothing, ain't getting fine, ain't, ain't doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want that. And we got to think about if they think 65K is enough, they might be like, all right, you staying home now. And it's really like, nah, you probably shouldn't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to think about is every man going to be like, all right, you got your money. I'm going to make sure you have yours. Or it's going to be like, I'm tight with it. And you got to make it, make what I give you work. You know what I'm saying? We got to think about the different layers and how. For women, that can be kind of a, a risk. You know what I'm saying? Like them cutting off any career they have for for a dude who not really fully skinned in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to really think about that because how you mentioned college kids, you know, you coming out with that 40. By the time you get to 60, you get let's that's all. Let's also add everybody is a wife. So let's say they have a little. They, they, let's not include anybody who's not married. I, I, I wouldn't include. What's that? Housewife. So to put that, it has to be the if housewife would suggest you are the husband. So he's kind of locked in, commit. Like I wouldn't okay. say this for a, a girl just with a dude. Like I, so. Right. So let's clarify that. Yeah, that's what clarify that. But do you think that's what the argument? Was? Like, do you think wife was for sure included on that on that debate? True. I, I, I interpret it that way. Okay. Because I, I don't even th- I don't even think of it. I don't think of of uh, putting that standard on on girls that you didn't commit like that. Right. But okay. I know there's some people. Even past that though, we can't say every husband is per- every husband is perfect. Correct. And you know, women have gone through an era of financial abuse, and I feel like. If they're going to do that, then we got to be like for real about how we're going to take care of it. You know what I'm saying? So like 65K, is that truly enough to pay the bills and then break your shorty off or something? Or is it like pay the bills? I got me a little spending money, but you don't have to make this work. You know what I'm saying? Like 65K in the wrong hands, it's not going to be an evenly split, split. Like we both struggling. It might be like one struggling more than the other and the other one has to really sit down and chill out and not work on her career. You know what I'm saying? Like I never really agree with that. And I hope to envision whenever I retire my wife that it's something at the crib that for her to work on as far as like another business or something like something else. But 65K would allude to the fact there is no other streams coming in from, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's why I would say the negatives, I just want us to shoot higher. And I think the needle is moving. And this is also coming from an Atlanta resident. So the, the rent and mortgage and every, all the housing is looking different. Like if you want a house, you need to have a little bit of bread now, like, or you need to have the bread enough to to battle to buy the house. So it's like if we just say sixty five k, that's gonna get you some rent money, and then it'll never add up to being building up to owning the house. And that's another issue of our country, of our culture, and our you know race is we doing a lot of renting and not enough buying. And so we keep saying sixty five k is enough. We're gonna stay renting unless you have that surplus money to go earn to save up for a house. Afford everything that comes with owning the house, 
I don't know if 65K is it no more unless you're outside of where we are right now. So that kind of changes the rule aspect of it. If you're in a rural city where it's like 65K, you could be balling. You know what I'm saying? But I think we heard a lot of opinions coming from Metro Atlanta. And we know that Metro Atlanta prices is different. 65K ain't going to do it unless you're just in apartments. Now, a couple of things I want to specify because I feel like what you said about breaking your shorty off is one of the key elements that people think of when they do it, not is can I pay my bills and we get, you know, we can go to movies or cars, blah, blah, blah. I think when people think comfort, it it is very relative to what you would define as a necessary amount of, of comfort, mm-hmm. what is an average amount of comfort. And then from a moral perspective, this is something that can't be proven in white or black or one plus one. It is actually it takes a little bit of emotion and wisdom and foresight to say, how much luxury should be like we budget for mm-hmm. and how much is like, hey, if we get it, we got it. But if we don't, we happy. So for you, for example, I would have to say, what what do you what do you when you say some of the things you want to break off your shorty with in a monthly in a, on a monthly basis? I, I, I have a tangible list of things I think you might be able to do with 65K or relatively close that I would think these are things that I think of, of taking care of my girl. Putting in a little bit on the hair or paying for some a hairdo at least once a month. I think you can get it. A wash? Oh. All right. Let's go with just that. <laughs> you ain't going to get it done, man. Like, All right. Bet, bet, bet. That might cost a couple hundred. You okay. Already we'll just say wash. Let's say nails. You okay. definitely can do that, correct? Yeah, you can do nails. Can you get a date off? Can you know acrylic. Can you get a date off? Can you get a date off once a month? Yeah. A, a nice date. Y'all go out to a dinner. Okay. Enjoy your life. Do you think? Do you say that you could uh, come up with a romantic experience for the major holidays, being Valentine's Day, New Year's, Christmas? Yeah, you should be. Okay. And do you think that you would be off that off that salary? Do you think that you'd be able to get off, perhaps one vacation, or you think it's, it would be impossible? Or, or like, you have to drive. Drive. Okay. And all of that list. Do you think you can afford that and give her something to spend on her own? That's the thing. Very rarely, if 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 possible, it might be tight. So that sounds like I'm gonna control her fun and happiness. Like you go out and I take you out, you get your shit done, and I give it to you to get done. It ain't no like here's your side of it. You do what you want with it. It's a more of a correct. And then I have to ask you guys this: Is in a marriage we say, is it good for both parties to behave or have game plans for the failure of the marriage? Or is it somewhat necessary to behave as though it is do or die? This is the only thing I'm going for. Do you think that there is something that could kind of affect the relationship if you go in it with the behavior that I am preparing for the possible incompetence and failure of the other party? So, for example, let's say that you had a wife that Mm -hmm. was very high achieving, made lucrative amounts of money. And the best thing for you guys' family is for you to take a sacrifice and career and money and time to help with the kids and stuff like that. And let's say with her use of money, she makes sure you got a haircut. She go buy you the gear. She goes and takes you out to make sure you straight all these things that may be considered luxurious. But she does not give you $1,000 to sit and stack your bread up. You know you're covered. You know you're protected and provided for. You just don't have a bank of $10,000 if you ever want to slide. Is do you would you say that this woman is behaving in a toxic, abusive way to you, or would you say it is not comfortable for a person who 
would desire the flexibility to leave when they want to leave, which is not necessarily needed unless your man is abusive. I agree. If it, if, there's nothing we can say that would help if a man want to whoop your ass. Right. Yeah, you got to get out. Let me explain. But if he's a good dude, uh-huh. <laughs> let's think, what if he's all right and he just want to, he's just saying, hey, I, whatever is necessary, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you're saying, hey, you don't want to live in a world where you would have to ask your man. I'm like, because that, to me, I'm like, eh, relatively light ask. You know what I'm saying? In, in, uh-huh, in the frame, uh-huh. it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it, and, and, and again, to me, another factor that we don't contribute is this. It would make more sense to me if there was like some type of observation we saw where large scales of mothers said, Bro, when I had a baby, first thing I wanted to do was get back to the job. In my personal day-to-day experience, that has not been the case. Of young women, women I saw say they didn't want kids. The natural inclination is, I kind of want to be close to my child. Mm-hmm. So I think we're just kind of in a fairy tale world. We're lying to sound cute. Like I'm like, prepare for what is likely. You know what I'm saying? Now, certain women will all, there was always going to be that exception. Just like there's going to be certain men that, hey, I naturally desire to be at home. I want a woman that makes more money. I don't want to work. There's a, I would say there's a minority of men that's like, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. Because mm-hmm. I think there's a minority of women like, no, for real. Like, no matter what happens, I, I think I'm supposed to be a corporate woman who's in it. But I would say there's a large amount of women that's like, eh, if I'm not a millionaire, I wouldn't want to do this for very long. Right. So I'm not like, which is like, it's like, like even when you and Thomas always met this kid, we can't tell. We can't say, or a lot of people make the, the, the statement whenever they say, um, well, my, my, my girl won't let me out or my man won't let me out. They say, let, I'm an adult. I'm like, man, you know what it, like, who cares about the tech? You know what is going on. Yeah, you can't, of course I wouldn't just be storming the door and locking my girl up with handcuffs, but I'm basically saying, hey, I would like for you to go. If I say that, I don't, I, the, the specification is already the problem. It's the issue. Right. If love is behind it, if you ain't trying to whip her ass, you ain't trying to just be a tyrannical man, right. then all you're saying is, hey, I would like for you to... It, it's like people are jumping past the reason of just maybe helping the kids, you know, being at the crib. Like, like there's some benefits to it. We acting like it's just like, man, fuck what you got going on. I want you just to myself. Like, you just on a leash going to the job. Like, she's at the grid. She got... Let me in, like, let okay, me well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me expose your toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me first say this. I... If if the woman comes and asks a man make it 65K, I'll be like, you can make it work if you want to make it work. I just don't think you making 65K is enough for you to be like... Yo, I'm asking you. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying? that's that's what I'm saying. That, and like, in that specific way, I can understand what you're saying. Like you, you, I get that. You like, man, it ain't time for me to go right. and ask for it. But I'd be able. To, I'm like, okay, I'd make it I work get it. Work. I get it. Yeah. And then, so let me flip that little scenario on his head. Okay. You said your girl making money. She said you can get your haircut. But what what happened when you want the game or something? Like, yeah, you gotta come ask. Like, I'm gonna add to that. Man. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, as you said, that perspective is like, but as as a man, how like as a man, and you're just like eventually you're just sitting there, like you're in your thoughts with the kids, like then your kids start to grow up and you're just there. Like as a man, how long would it take for you to think like, hmm, I'm getting I'm getting everything paid for me, but why not start something? Like why not as a as a man, I know eventually it's like he's gonna be able to be in that one mindset where it's like 
why not why not go contribute to me getting my own thing like mm -hmm. why not can i why can't i go do something go do a job and pay for my own haircut why can't i start something start a business and me at least paying helping out helping out with little things but it's like it's it's such of a concept that men want to be at the top. And Sometimes it, it doesn't happen. But let me let me reply to that because I'm saying that speaks to the I, okay, it's just like we're ignoring certain differences between the nature of our gender. For example, if you if you if you ask a hundred men, you have two options. One option is you can go to work and you'll be a millionaire and you pay for your wife all the time. Or one is your wife goes to work, gets a million, she pays for all of you. You would be, I think, more men would choose, I take the work. Yeah, I take the work. But I don't think women would say that because they, I'm not saying they, 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 they always, but they would, they're a little bit more okay. Because <laughs> if you had to, if we had to ask our girls again and again, hey, can I get some money? If she's giving it every time, I mean, I'm like, I still feel uncomfortable. Right, right, but yeah, a, a woman, thing. if the money is straight, she gonna ask you, hey, can I get it? She'll just ask you again. It's not this. The, it's like people are ignoring these social standards. Half of the the reason why it's different is because when I'm asking you for money, your girls looking different. Your mom and daddy asking like, "Well, yeah, what's going on? Wait, wait, yeah, work." They asking questions. It's just different stigmas placed on me asking. There is less stigma placed on you guys asking, so it's a different. You can't compare it. And I'm like, it's like. You, it's like we're we're even Stevens until it's time to do some man shit. Now it's like, nah, yeah, as a man, why would you even allow that? As a man, why would you even allow me to pick? Yeah. I'm like, okay, if that's the case, as a woman, why would you? Why would you not chill? Like, why would you? Yeah. Is there no anything attached to y'all side, or is it just, oh, we just work, we adjust, but y'all kind of set up? I'm like, that you got to explain something right. like it. Does it, it make a pitch? Make it sound but attractive. Back, back to my scenario. Go ahead. You just got your hair cut. Mm -hmm. Your girl took you to the shop, <laughs> picked you up, or I brought you home, and you, a new game comes out. And you like, I kind of want the game. And she's like, no, nah, baby, didn't I just go tell you to get your hair cut? You can't do the game right now. Like, it sounds, it just, it just comes differently when it's like, you control what fun happens because you control all of the, the, the fun. And, like, and even in what you just said, it's funny, but... She dead ass did take me to go get my hair cut. And she did take me to go to get... I might need to say, hey, okay, you're right. I don't need the game right now. She said the right answer, though. Okay, you just... You, 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 it's like... you. It's like... That's what I'm saying. People... If you just... If you want to say... I'm just telling women and men, be very transparent with it. You want money to be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want. I'm like, you're right. You won't have that if you do this decision. I am not going to say that it is going to damage you as a human. I'm not going to say that it is bad for the family. That's not, that's the case that people try. Oh, we, I'm like your kids will be okay if mom doesn't get like like the example you made the game. If the woman covered the budget and a man wants to go golfing or do any extracurricular that does not fit in the budget, if she says no, it is we are assuming she made a responsible decision for the well-being of the children. If the dude had the money and we do it, we like man, you need to get another job. You need to say yes. You need to get a credit card. I'm like, what? What is wrong? It's I'm only wrong if you get 65k. That list that you made is gonna be it. When I'm saying with 65k, we we look at that as like you were wrong for asking. We never look at it like, hey, what is the woman's standards? What is her options? Was it a is it, does she have a lofty standard that exceeds yeah. what is necessary to be a good man or husband? 
If she does, sometimes we don't respect wishes. Sometimes you have to. That, this is to me almost like when I make the example like of men, we don't all have the same options. So, for example, some men can really make the requirement that to be with me or to be my girl, you have to be uh, absolutely gorgeous. They make that income. They are that uh, sexually appealing to that many women. They can really make that standard and women going to rise to it. They'll have that woman. Many men, no. You will. You need to be nice. You need to be kind. And the woman that come, you pick the best from there. I am saying to women, hey, why we keep saying this fairy tale? Every girl gonna get hundred fifty thousand players. Some girls will get. You're gonna get a short man who is very um, sexually unattractive, who makes a lot of money. Some girls are gonna get a very handsome six foot four man who makes no money. Some girls are gonna get a five foot eleven guy. He's kind of high. He cheats a little bit. He makes a lot of money this time. He stop. It's just you need to balance it out. And and I'm saying. If you if, if if your desires are you saying no to dudes because his ability to like splurge, you you have a certain time period to see if you can get that. If you that type of woman, let's see if you can go. There's girls getting it. I'm just saying it ain't eighty percent of them. It ain't half the girls. There's a lot of girls that's got to save. There's a lot of girls working the budget out right now. Not all the girls are just getting. Yeah, not all the girls just getting ten thousand. Hey, go hey, go shop. Like if you making eighty thousand, or if you making sixty thousand, let's say you make sixty thousand and she makes uh fifty thousand, and she has money to do it, but because of it, you like, is there any sacrifice? So what I'm saying is, you guys have less time with each other. Is it less time with the kids? Or in people's mind, is like nothing changed. Just she made more money. She's not more stressed. She's not less healthy because she's at. She didn't have time to go to the gym. She had to go clock in. Is there anything that is given away? Or in you guys' mind, it's just like. Make money or be broke. You don't think maybe your kids read a little better because she helping with the flashcards. So I'm not, I just think it's some I'm opportunity saying, cost that we are ignoring. 65K means like, hey, you think you could take a lighter job? And, okay, and let me just add this. Let me add, let me add, let me, let me add one more thing. Let me add one more thing. Okay. And I always say this like an African American perspective, but I like to ask people's questions just to see if what they believe is close to what is true. I'm like, do you believe that? The richest groups in America have a similar view on, on on the housewife role. So let's say I think Nigerian, Asian, Jewish. Do you believe that all of them, those groups, they believe like the woman has to be working or like you have to make 150000 to like, what do you think their beliefs are? Because in my experience, they have overtly traditional like standards and ideas, get married quick and you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I just wonder. suffer from that. And, okay, so you your belief is that in those groups, those women are all suffering, and in our group, women are thriving. Well, I can say he probably don't mean all of them are suffering because some like actually like they live for that, like because it's in their culture. It's like that's something they they view as a future for them. But in society now, it's like like helping out a little bit. If if y'all were have to, if he did have a sixty five k nice salary. Her getting a little bit, like a small little light job, maybe like a little part time, wouldn't wouldn't hurt because then that would be essentially most of her money. Like most of that would be whatever she really feels like she can do with that. So it'd be like if she want to go pay for the hair, of course, get her hair done. She can pay do all of that because that job is strictly for her to where it's like the extra time you have, you can just. If you want to go make your money and you can have that, that means all the money you have and you're making, that's more contributed to, to your funds. Like, like you having fun. And, and, and to, to piggyback that, you think that 
most men find enrichment and joy from working to cover to cover the essentials as their wife also works and gets to use all these expenses for her. You think that the, a man feels a little bit more pride because he knows, man, I'm working, I got the bills covered. You in like designer heels, I'm like, but what, do you think that, that that is also? I'm like, I think that only is the case if he at least has the role of like, I know my job is needed. I am a little bit praised because if we even Stevens, but all my money going towards bills, or if I even cover up, that's, yeah, that's not that's not really. So you believe that women would? They're they're trying to split fifty fifty. They're working to split. Uh, no, they're not working. For the rest of their life, you think most women desire, even oh, if they no, no, can no. cover it, to, to flip, no. split it 50-50. No, no. No, you know that they want I, us I, to provide I, more. I, so I'm I like, say, say why do we not factor these in? Like, listen to what the girl... I, I, that's all I'm saying. Listen to the girls we go to parties with, go to school yeah. with, we family with. Don't be thinking... They, don't look at their story and look at every post that suggests one thing and then say, come to the conclusion, man, that's bullshit. She's just playing. The girl every day they'll come up was like, man, I just want to be, uh, just want to be chilling with my husband, drinking margaritas on the beach. It's like a luxury, luxurious, like it's, 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 it's screaming, it's screaming stuff that that it it contributes to a li- a lifestyle that is obviously traditional in many ways. You know what I mean? They're not saying, oh, I want a man that's gonna split the bill. They say, I want a man to cover it. I want a man who's strong. I want a man who fight. I want a man like these are still traditional right. things. I'm like, why? Why we keep acting like they want softer men? That yeah, why? Can, it, it's, it, it doesn't match up with what I see as the most successful dating men. Like it's never, it's never gonna match up. It's, it's no additions being made to the list, though. It, it is no addition being made to the list. But when it comes down to it, it's like what's the new addition made to their list? Did you have one? I feel I like, like, like the new addition is like. I want a man that supports me and what I want to do. No, yeah. what is I know what they want. What is our new addition? What What did we say to women that we want more of this that we didn't want 20, 10, 20, 30? Okay. Well, want them to bring something to the table. Yeah, no. Now okay. it's like, now it's more of a you have to bring at least something something valuable to the table that's going to make me want to commit and want to be there. Because it's like, if you're just there and you're just being like a girl, like, oh, I'm just here, like, whatever. Like now, guys are in a mindset where it's like, okay, that's cool. If I got the like ones who got the bread, of course they're not worried about it because it's like I got bread, cool, throw it at you. But the ones that are actually like grinding, or you got the ones that are actually like stable and actually know how they like their lives and how their future, they want a woman that comes with substance, comes with that some that certain oomph to them that it's like, yeah, shorty over there, she cool, she may look good. May like her lifestyle may be five or whatever, but her is just something about her that I it's just something that you can't you can't put a you can't put something on it basically. And it's like a lot a lot of girls are not understanding. It's like yeah, we may we may like you, we may talk to you, but for for God to truly commit, you have to you have to have that certain value, regardless of how you put it. How you spin it, you have to have value to that man. Not everybody else, just to that specific man. Mm. And I got two things to say before we get off this topic. The reason I dislike the analogy with the traditional cultures, like how you mentioned the the wealthier ones, I feel like it's like almost like trying to fit American women into that same type of box is like it's like a different type of shape, like. 
and truly, like, it's the comparison of, like, look at China, like, they successful as fuck. But, of course, they can control shit. No, 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 no. I'm saying those groups in our country. Not outside. I'm saying the, the Nigerian groups, the Asian groups, the Jewish groups in our country, how they, I'm not saying how they move out there. Okay. I believe they, be, they are American, but they move in a different way. Uh-huh. And I think also it is, it's also like just how you interpret our, our current state. If you believe that the African-American love scene mm-hmm. is in a good state, then you should continue whatever the ideas we are. If you believe we have an int- interestingly, we're in a bad state right now. You should be open or skeptical of whatever is popular. If it's popular, question it. Because I don't think we are we, we need to work towards something better. Like I don't mm-hmm. think the, the nuclear family should be straight. And I'm like, it really th- takes very challenging answers. If people were to really pay attention, although I know there's statistics about violence and the dramas we have, I think we have the most matriarchal uh, race probably in the country, uh, within our country. We actually, because women actually run a lot of African-American communities. It's not like dominated by a strong dad figure. Like, that's not our thing. So I'm like, when people think we are the, I'm like, I think we have the least (laughs) traditional mindset of all the groups. And it's still getting pushed again. It's still getting resisted. It's still questioned. I'm like, eventually, I think people will realize, is it is it going to work this way? Like, will this, is this even the role that we're supposed to be moving? Are we supposed to be acting this way? Is it necessary to adjust or is the game plan flawed? To me, the game plan is flawed because it does not accommodate the natural human urges. The natural human urges of uh, of, of people to like of, of a male to want a certain role, a certain type of praise, a certain type of respect in his crib is going to guide him towards a certain lifestyle. And every dude tries to find a cute way to say basically the same thing. Like, hey, I feel like I'm not being respected. I feel like I'm not appreciated. I'm like, why? Explain why. Don't don't be just chilling with girls and just smiling at them. Really ask them and explain to them why you do not feel appreciated. I'm like, And when we come up with these ideas about marriage or something like that, when there's no adjusting or no no leeway or there's no we have no strong perks i'm going to speak and i'm going to literally i'll ask anybody like tell me the perks for us now if there is no if nothing sides our way if you get the holidays you pick the wedding you pick the design you control the finances when we both have finances and somebody has to sacrifice it is suggested that i sacrifice so that you straight that is the role that people are saying what is the area that you like he gets it he's he's got the praise that's my met like when it's not enough to me, like I and I think most men understand, like it's not enough. It's feeling like it's uh, drifting off. You guys aren't giving a an attractive uh, exchange here anymore. If you if you're basically saying, "Hey, fuck all the traditional stuff," mm-hmm. but y'all keep being traditional. Y'all keep handling business, but we're kind of just like explain where's the the give and take here. Like, what do we get from it? Here's my final statement on the topic, and we can need to move on. Mm-hmm. My whole thing about it is it's a balancing act. And I feel like if we're yelling to women, except 65, it's enough. I think we need on that same instance to yell to men, make more. Or we're just going to be selling for less. Like if women want a $100,000 man and we're saying like move this way and dudes are saying 65 case, you get enough. What you tripping? It needs to be like somewhere in that like, all right, let's move up. A little bit, like to be like seventy, seventy-five. Okay. Okay. And I and, and we're gonna get to the second time. My last statement, I would say, I want separation of people who want to make the happiness out of one of what is realistic, and those who want to strive for the stars and pick 
your life. If you are a man that wants to shoot for a million, go for it. If you fail and don't have a wife, no partners, you've abandoned some friends, accept it. Eat it as I chose to go for a million. The the possibilities is that I I, I skipped on some good women on on my path. I I, I abandoned some friends. I didn't go to some birthdays because I was trying. It's the same with women. I'm like, you can want $100,000. i am saying be willing to die by it, though. I mean, if you gotta, if you gotta say no to some men that's gonna make 70, 65, but, and they want you to just chill, be okay, say that, but do not, don't rally the troops. A man have to, no, you want 100K, which is the top 15% of earners in the country. Right. So die by it. If you can get it, go get it. If you can't, be willing to be the single auntie, help at the church, do some activities, go to your, but don't be like, oh man, we gotta, no, you're never going to get all of the men. That's like, an, okay, even think this, Monte, just use a historical context, because sometimes I think people don't think in a historical mm-hmm. context. We are the most richest group in these these current times. Historically, 90% of the men were poor, except for like kings and knights. In African communities and Chinese communities and many different communities, most of the men were poor, except for kings and knights. It's a couple of warriors. We go into war every week. So there, the value of a man started to be bravery, your character, responsibility. We are now in a moment where you're starting to be the value strictly on the financials. And I'm like, there is consequences of that. Don't We cannot even pitch it to a woman like, oh, if you don't get to 100. I'm like, at least it has to be 40 percent of the world, make, of the country makes 100K before we make that a standard that men must strive. You, the, the standard. And, and I'm like, if, even if you want to do that, Monte. Where men, some men want to go 100K. There needs to be an explicit thing that men can demand or say, hey, we should be able to strive for this in women. And, and, and it can't be considered offensive and chauvinistic. The equivalent that many people would say is attractiveness. You get what I'm saying? And it's a socially unacceptable comment to say, oh, I am, I am picking my wife and I would disvalue a woman if I felt like she could not maintain uh, what is considered the top 15% of prettiest women. For an extended period. That's what I'm saying about money. We ain't saying just you got to make okay. Because 65 is you just, you know, you get up, you iron your clothes, you try, you go to the gym. We saying you got to make 100K, which is equivalent to you being a 9 to a 10. Like at a scale, a scale of 1 to 10, you like a 9 for a majority of your life. A lot of women be like, God damn, like, can I get old? Can I gain a couple pounds? Well, for men, <laughs> it would be, hey, can, what if I'm just straight? I'm working, I'm consistent, but I'm just straight. So I, that's, that's all I try to put in there. I get, but I do get you. Like, I, I would I'm tell saying, you like, how, how you always mention, like, what does saying that out loud do for the average mind? Like, we, right, when you're thinking of average women, like, let's think of the average men hearing that 65K is enough. What is that going to, it has some negative effects, right? Right, right, right. And, and you put the negative effects on men striving less. I put the positive effect on higher value of romantic relationships, like, separated from money. I think, okay, put it like this. In college, if women were dating men for, I think, for character, responsibility, and hard work ability, like just I think you're hardworking, as opposed to what you might have right now, I think most women would find more meaningful, happier relationships. Most men would be selected more. But if you want to go off the money thing, it will encourage some men to make a lot of money. Oftentimes, they will become bad men when they make the money. They ain't even becoming responsible dads. They make a hundred thousand and smashing women and just mad as hell that they ain't choose them in the past because it's a the the mindset has called it it traumatizes dudes they become wealthy 
abusers. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't speak on how money changes things. It changes the I'm nature saying, of stuff. There's, like, there's low level, low money abusers. True. So true. that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no for sure that I'm saying if they have abusing abuse abusement like in their system, it's only highlighted in the time where they're in power or they're angry from not making enough money. So I'm saying just as many wealthy abusers as out there, I think they're just as many under 65k abusers they drunk they not happy with life because they're only making under something 65k facts and i say go in the middle that's all i'm that's essentially my be happy with the middle okay anyway okay i want to say this one point because i think it kind of contributes a little bit like it's, it's, it's speaking a little bit of romantic relationships permanent side piece ism this is a theory that i have coined because it's like a, a trend that i've noticed from a uh, men and women, and I find it funny. You know, I just want to comment. I want you guys to get your, your two cents on it. But I see people who I think present themselves in social media in person and, and just their everyday life as a person that is, I guess, um, a person that intends to cause lust or cause temptation more so than they do to cause like a romantic interest or love. So I see a grown woman like. Not college freshman. We ain't talking 18. We talking 28, 27, 26. Every picture is like some little smart ass comment at the It's never just I'm smiling, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm chilling. It's like a little comment is like, bad bitches only or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's called the one that got away? Who's texting me? Mm, can't reply. Like, it's some little smart alecky remark that I think. It is meant to evoke the energy, and then, and then it's like a it's a sexualized energy all the time. It's never a loving vibe. I'm just smiling. I'm just because the vibe is to try to be like the side piece to your husband. There's dudes that have no game on how to romantically uh, pursue a woman one on one. Their only game is to wait till she gets a man and is bored with the level of monogamy and commitment responsibility, and then just be her escape. And shit, I ain't tripping. Whatever you want to do, I ain't telling. There's dudes who specialize in that. And I'm like, you're developing a, an addiction to permanent side pieces. I got the badge. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you're going to say, there's dudes who, they don't even look attractive if the girl is single. Like, they only look good if the girl has, like, because he's sneaky, he's weird, he's mysterious. You know, it's the same with certain women. I'm like, you're not even attempting to find one. Like, your behavior suggests that you want many men to be like, Dang, why she ain't texting back? Or why she ain't hitting you? You want fifteen men. You want fifteen men to to chase after you, but you don't. You're not behaving in a way to make any one man love you. And I'm like, hmm. From both parties, I think it comes from a, a, a like it, it stimulates first from like when we we're talking about even a 65k housewife. I'm like, when you're not a housewife, when you're not locked into something. Sometimes you would think that they, they just chill. I'm like, no, it contributes to me to like a long standing, like a childish behavior because you're not getting in nothing serious. So you moving the same way as high school seniors. You still trying to kick it. You still just trying to get swaggy. You just trying to, your, your energy is no longer matching up for like the age and, and there's no development. Your, your character is stagnated because it's, it's seeming as though you're trying, your, your, your desire is only to garner a, a topical quick attention. You ain't, you, it's like you could tell when there's a man that that has no girl checking him. Like, why are you out at three o'clock? You ain't even. You gotta hide. This ain't even on close friends. You posted this out. 
There's no girl mad about this. You say it's wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you be real raunchy. Eventually, you just think like when you see a girl, she can post a thong pic for three years. I'm like, you not. There's no man in this. Like there can't be. Dudes know this. You know what I'm saying? Like I know you're not serious. And then one, they'll. I know they also wonder how this contributes to the way they're approached. I'm like, dudes. Dudes are not going to tell you, hey, over years, I've been able to study you and realize that you are probably not in a committed relationship and you like many men, so I can probably just try you up like this. They don't, we not, dudes not going to tell you. It's just like, they're just going to do what they see. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're going to act on the fact that you just out here wild and consistently for a long enough period, I can conclude there can't be another respectable man in the environment. Like, I know that. So, yeah, I just want to get you guys theory on uh, permanent side pieceism. Very proud of that term. How you feel about it? How you relate to it? Say, <laughs> so, I don't know what you said, bro. Like, a guy just not, a guy not seeing nothing in it. It's true, because it's like, it's basically, for example, I thought vice versa, so, of course, they don't understand. Like, basically, say a guy is like a guy that every girl wants, every girl been, every girl been trying to holler at. Yeah, they may get his contact, but he just, he's just there. He's just there. And it's like, how long, how long are you, how long are you willing to just keep doing that? For a simple fact, it's like, like, it doesn't get boring. Like, that is like. By keep doing that, what do you mean? Like, continue to just, just keep going about life as like, oh, all right, person right here, cool, I'll slide on them. But then after that, it's just, that's it. It's like, and you're just doing it as a game. It's like, mm, her. Or for example, if it's females, it's like him, him, him. But I want him over there. But he doesn't want me, so uh, I'll wait around. If you get a girlfriend, I'll slide even harder. But if not, wait around, see what you say. But I do have other guys on my mind. It's like, how long does that just not be like, you just get tired of it? Like, place an objective, <laughs> place an objective. Because this is something that I think a lot of people don't want to do. That I always say in every episode, you have to put something on it, a measure on it. To me, I put the standard of like, I think 18 to 22 is a great time that if you were a little socially awkward, you didn't get any dating experience, blah, blah, blah. During those college years, it's the prime time. High energy, people are going to have high sexual energy. They're a little bit more time, free time than usual. Even people who don't go to school. And you're going to have the ability to kind of pursue multiple people to really court, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Once you get a little older, the nature of work and, 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 Keeping up your bills and stuff like that, I think it reduces the dating time. And thus, life is telling you to reduce the frivolous dating. You know what I'm saying? I don't really think that. I think some people go overboard with it, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, you dating, overly dating is actually not as effective as dating too little. Like, it, it's like, it's almost equally bad because you've getting, you're getting used to the, the exit. I always made the common term like, you can get used, especially if you're a man that dates a lot, you can get used to just pulling the trigger or becoming a little bit too uh, normalizing that a girl being upset with you. He's like, all right, well, I guess it's the end of that chapter. Like, it's just like, mm, I tell people, right. like, as a man, like, eventually think, like, no, like, damn, I'm in a, I'm the negative chapter for oh several life. women. You know what I'm saying? Like, it should start to weigh on you, like, hi, like, Everybody got me in a chapter, but like what? Like it should weigh on your character. Like she, this was a, this somebody daughter, this somebody sister, this somebody. You know what I'm saying? Don't be somebody mama, somebody coworker. And you like, 
and like I'm, I left a negative part that she remembers me as like heartbreak number seven or number two or whatever the case may be. You don't even know where you rank. You know what I'm saying? There's sometimes you might even feel like, am I a bigger chapter? You find out you're not. Some girls you think is nothing, and you're like, God dang, I really, hurt. I hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like you really cared about this. I thought I was just somebody. You you, you didn't reply fast. I didn't know you. You know. And it's the same. It's, it's like I think there should be a. It should as you get past these young years, there should eventually be like a serious understanding of an appreciation. I'm like, okay, for women, like, man, this is a human being. I don't want to be like this anymore. For men, I think it, that lack of sexual discipline starts to become a problem it is a flaw it, it lowers you we can say this because we're all fraternity men <laughs> we're all part of mom representing noobs blase blase but i just want to say this to me even within the fraternity i was aware of that sexual discipline is what separates high-ranking brothers from i would say brothers who just are who had a stain on campus but grew to be less respected amongst their men as you as you get into you know fraternities you just notice that there's certain older brothers we don't know when we was in high school, he was in middle school, he is, wasn't born yet, who have different types of respect amongst their peers and the youth. And there are certain men that don't. One of the things that contributes to it, of course, is, you know, job and career success, the way you, you engage with the people. But the small role, the small way that you behave with women like at homecomings and little parties and like that. They, Some men, they, they don't have a sexual discipline in they, old age. They ain't talking about it. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're about no it. sexual, like a wildness, just acting crazy. You hopping down, saying wild lines to like young girls. You like dumb old. Yeah, you know, These type of things start to factor in. You get what I'm saying? Like it starts to factor in, and people understand. Like you, you can be a, a neo and realize, like I kind of understand why the older brothers is like you know a little funny towards you. You know what I'm saying? Like or I, I kind of understand yeah, where I, I understand. why you why you, you understand from. <laughs> When you uh, like when you understand from like a pure like perspective of as a man is like bruh, it's like you're cool as a, you're cool as an individual, but as a man, bro, you you a little shady on like things. It's like certain things you shouldn't be performing. Like for example, like if everybody been seeing on of course on Twitter, Instagram, all of that, they've been talking about mm, people like 25, 20, 25 plus still trying to go on spring break with teenagers, and it's like. That as as most people know, that's that's just it's weird. It's like it's not really but when they're in that college mindset, people have people do forget like some twenty five year olds still be juniors. Still be but that's because that's the way they move. Cause it's like, yeah, they barely go into class because they fucking old. So of course they're gonna be a junior at twenty five. But when you realize it's like most people really be like like 23, 24 really graduating and when they're like at that age of 23, 24, they're not really trying to go on spring break with everybody. They, they're worried about other stuff. They worry about after school. Like, where are we? what am I doing? Where's my career going to sit up? And if I do take a vacation, they're going to take a vacation where they feel comfortable at a place that it's like, yeah, I can go party, but it's like, mm, I'd rather go to a chill vibe area where I can just relax, use that time, relax, get my energy back because when I get back, it's all business. And I'm going to give you a slight pushback on that because I believe that's the common idea that people have of the over-sexual, old dude messing with young girls type thing. But I actually noticed like a more quiet, more insidious thing that is the same way. 
which is the successful person who is just too young. So I, I know dudes and women who I'm like, oh, you, I think you are doing good in your job, but your progression as character is not growing right because you, what you're doing is you're taking the money and trying to like check off boxes that people would have tried to get in freshman, sophomore, yeah. or whatever the case yeah, may be. Not, but not you're, right. you're wanting to be the sexy, this almost like you're, you're sacrificing your status as a high ranking businesswoman. <laughs> To just be a wilder. You just want to be bad for a couple of years. I'm like, is it time now? Like, you still need that? Like, the same with dudes. I'm like, when you are using, you just, you just trying to, you're treating women almost like a, an object. Like, I just want hit, hit, hit. It's like, you're, you're making up for time that you sacrificed to, 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 get to, to achieve life. in your career. Yeah. And you're essentially doing what was, what was, uh, uh, what people were doing back then, but you're older, more mature. You're supposed to have a growth in character. But you 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 believe that your financial success justifies everything. I'm like, I don't believe that, and I know that that is separate from I would say the most popular idea of my time, which is essentially if you got the bread for it, you fuck it, you bought. Yeah, I'm like, not really. I, for example, we even talked about a little bit on social media. I'm like, I don't believe men over thirty should be trying to be like raunchy sexual figures. I don't even think men, most grown men should be like you. You posting like. Porn yeah. on your Instagram to try to get a little attention, <laughs> or just directly just saying like little means of eating ass or something like that. Like it's a little too direct. It's too explicit. <laughs> it's no longer you're not useful. You're supposed to be grow- now. You're supposed to you you are out of the age. You are no longer a young frat dude. You know what I'm saying? You serenade woman now. You're 33. Serenade. Play some music. You have some wine and put a button up. And get serious. Take it like value this. You know, you're if you're twenty nine, you're a twenty nine year old woman. You are, hey, put on the heels, look, do a little smile. You don't need to be going all crazy right now. You're you doing too much. Like what? I, I just believe that this idea that's like you forever young in a sexual way is weird to me. I like the the wave that started. I think around 2015, 2016, like my gener- like my high school time, it really started this new wave of like be youthful and healthy in your behavior. I'm like, it was good when it started with like health. I'm like, yeah, we can run more. We can go to the gym. We can lift a little bit. We can you know get dressy. We can still take our our, our grandmotherly age uh, wives and and go on little vacations. I like to you know stay alive while you you older. But I don't agree with the don't mature your mind. Don't become older in your views, or don't you know what I'm saying? You just so you're wild to the point that it is almost like you are an 18 year old person that is just older. There is no character growth. Like that's how I take it. And I'm like, when we speak about permanent side pieceism, it just contributes to the idea. Like I don't believe people should go into the idea that a 50 50 uh, a 50 50 is what it is. My uh, mindset towards marriage. I think you should really be like, I'm striving towards it. And if it doesn't work out, I will still lessen or, or, or discipline the way that I move. I don't think you should be a 40 year old man. You just, you're having 40 sexual partners a year. Yeah, I don't, I think it contributes to a negative mind to a negative yeah, behavior. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 and if you don't put a standard on people, you're like, well, I can't. I'm like, I guess if the girls want to, you yeah. can. But I wouldn't want you to. I don't think it's an admirable behavior. It's like at that age, it's like, yeah. Why? It's like, what What are you getting out of? It's like, yeah, you're going to have fun. But past that, it's like, man, you're 40. Like, 
you haven't thought about just like calming down 40 year old things like, like, yeah, like you haven't thought about 40 year old and, and, and you saying that but and, and even when you're hesitation I'm like I think a lot of people have like sometimes they, they don't know how to put it into words what we're saying like the belief that with an age comes a certain responsibility because I think it's being kind of like shamed and part of it is even the, the the way we behave, like, and I say sexually because I'm like, that's the easiest way to say because sex, when consented, is just a, no, so, supposedly no one gets hurt from this. You get what I'm saying? But you start to get, understand it's like, eh, it's a, it's, it's a character flaw to be moving too wild in that way. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think I'm supposed to be moving like that for the rest of my life. Puts it at risk. If I have kids with some of these women, like, all of these things start to become factors and it's like, it's bigger than just us. But did you want to say anything before I go to the next one? I was just going to say, like, I think it's funny that the new consensus is like, dudes is like, yeah, she's getting married now, but she's in the dating pool later, like, waiting on the divorce now. Like, that's the other new thing, too. And I think, like, yeah, because that's basically how they, like, as you said earlier, that's how permanent side <laughs> whatever the word is, either way it goes, they, they literally are waiting. They are waiting until that one point in the relationship where it's like it can go either way. They're gonna when it's like that two way street. It's like they're at the end of they're at the beginning of that two way street talking about turn left and instead and, of, instead of and, turning right, turn left. And I always call before I get to the next. I'm gonna say I think the, the part of the thing that we don't say is how one thing contributes to another. And I understand that we you know, we keep getting back to that that salary thing. I'm like part of your Associating men strictly with their financial ability to, to provide or, or to make money contributes to a behavior that allows you to engage in that behavior where it's like, hey, if another man makes more money and is equally handsome and shows some romantic interest, if you actually attribute my ability to have, you know, to splurge or have excess money as a serious factor in how you move and you trump I have kids, my, my, my relationship, you have no religious ties, like you don't have something tying you to something bigger. I think you're gonna fold because during a marriage, you go through your lows. Like you ain't gonna have the same fire. If you ain't, if you don't have something bigger than you, if it's really just all pragmatic, who is the best, you know, who has the most pros and cons? You, what would be the thing deterring women from sleeping with a dude that just make more money and is equally like, likes her? Even women with kids, right? Even, even what would deter? What would deter this behavior? And I say part of what deters support. it is is support. Support how? I'm saying just how you said the the richer man might be a little bit more of an asshole. The other ones like I support you and what you want to do. But you can say that. But at the end of the day, that richer man has what a surplus amount of money that he can splurge on her. At any time that he feels, wow, the other guy might can't splurge on her at any time he may splurge, but it's like she thinking like, why not just I mean I'm saying but girls like that now. What why why is that still like that's not it's a concern at all times, regardless if we're saying sixty-five K is enough or it's not. That's that's a still concern. Like you still gotta like no, you see an issue coming to you like you making sure she ain't looking too. Like, what, no, what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is that two different mindsets increase or decrease the concern. If you were the woman who tells you straight up, "I'm going for my career regardless, bar none. I need, I desire this amount of financial freedom. I need this amount of money to do all these things. I don't care." 
I'm telling you, she is more inclined to fold than the woman that tells you, hey, I am moving off of like either God or I'm moving off of, I really just want to be with my kids. I do anything for my, it's a different message. It's just a different, and I'm telling you, part of it contributes to how they perform under pressure. Now, if everything goes right, I agree. Yeah, I get it. But I'm like, nah, like you, you can't even put them. If you put it out there, there's, it, it contributes to that mindset. It's like, it plants that seed. Like, why? It's too pragmatic. There's no emotional time. And we can't place a stigma on it. So if we, if we could even say, Hey, you are wrong to desire a man just because he could do more for you. Then women think, you're right. I guess I got to care about if he loves me, if he's sweet, if he's kind. But if you put the stigma that, Hey man, he can't, he can't pay your bills. What you doing? I'm tell like what you. I'm it's getting pragmatic. Like you know, it's they they not, that one thing, but not the other one. Or okay, well, not even that. Not even okay. I get that is an extreme. If you put it to the point where it's like love does not necessarily trump the financial situation, then it starts to become and in both. And I understand there's risk of both. Like it's bad dudes, blah blah. blah but I'm like. It's just, it comes back to, again, to, like, what is the current mindset? And is it contributing to what we consider to be positive for the society? I'm like, I don't think so. It never felt that way as we went to school, as we went to college. I did not feel like there was an energy of, like, even when people say black love, I'm like, in the energy of black love, I'm talking about, yo, on the campuses with 4.0 shorties, women who were going to be nurses and doctors and teachers and all that, I was feeling like, it was still dudes who had nothing to do with school, who are straight drugs and scamming, who are at the top of the hierarchy. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> if this is happening at the college campus, there's an issue. There's something bigger. And I'm just saying, I'm like, I don't, I like, can we, do you believe, do you think that the, the, the baddest man on the University of Duke or Texas is like a white drug dealer? Like, you think it's like, a, like you think that's the number one dude? I don't know, but in the black community, the baddest man, the baddest man could be a dude who ain't going to the school. He just pulls up, but and, he got, and he it's, pulls and up, we, and, and this ain't in just our city. We ain't, this ain't our state. This is throughout the country. And I'm saying, hey guys. This would apply if the men didn't work out. Like, if fraternity is like, oh, they lying, they ain't trapping. Like, I, yeah. You said what? The same uh, girls like a lot of shit. Like if you think about it, like even with listen to what you said. You're right. We will. We do. We went. We do win. We 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 benefit from a social status. I'm uh, saying looking like we're going to be successful, even if we not. Okay. Well, put it like this. Yeah, do you believe it is? You believe that the the drug dealers of the world should be parring in a, on a college campus with the fraternity members? You think like you should have as many? And we should be battling. I'm telling you, we battling. We like, hey, we boxing out drug dealing. They not on the campus, right, and, and and these are all college women. They all read books. They got their good essays. They got a resume. That's what it's for. It's like it's lusting bad decisions. Like that's you saying we're thirty. Like, if we're thirty still talking. Like when we're thirty, that's not gonna be the same right. time. We are not boxing out drug dealers. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But these these women. There, there's, there's literally women that are graduating, graduating, can literally have jobs in their field. But if they meet that woman, that one guy, they're throwing all of that out the window and saying, fuck that. I'm going to live comfortably. Like, and I'm telling you, and it doesn't matter. Like, so, like, some women, of course, they're not smart. I'm, I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this about that. And I, I even say this thing, unsmart, but I'm like, bro, the first step is, 
on, on a, if we had to say a coaching strategy, you have to get it to where most black women are like, nah. Yeah. It can't even be 50%. If it's 50%, your culture can't win. You know why? Because it makes men who are smart and can do the right thing. If we, if we, if I see this man winning and I am smart enough to engage in his business of crime or whatever the case may be and do it better because I'm just smart. I'm going to do it for sexual selection and social status. It encourages too many men who don't need to do it just for sexual selection. Think about the demographics of college. Do women now outweigh men in college? Yes. Yes. So if they strictly stuck to college dudes, it wouldn't be enough men for them. Mm, I see where you're coming from. So also, what populate what percentage also, how many how many <laughs> how much of the student body of black men do you think are engaging directly? It's like fifty of them running it. Got a, a thousand short. Not it's not a population of three hundred. If it's a population of 400, 300 dudes, that's even worse. No, I'm saying it's a small minority. Girls, run it like college they, people go where the fun is at. But it's fun with fraternities. It's fun with the drugs. And that's and, and that's cool. I'm just saying but you need to know that like part of attacking the cultural issue. Everybody like say, "Oh, these men got to get better." I'm like, "Hey, look, drug dealers gonna always be fly. They gonna always have a nice watch and be clean. If y'all gonna keep getting, there's no they, we can't come up with a strategy if y'all can't pass that. T- it's always going to entice people. And I, we can always say, "Dudes, hey, don't don't go for it. Don't be uh, influenced by the peers." But I'm like, "Hey, it's different if you feel like I can't eat unless I act tough." I cannot get women attention unless I behave in this way. And I'm telling you, as a very intelligent man who has grown up in black communities, I got the Carlton Banks jokes. I'm like, hey, look, for me, dog, I'm 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 the starting varsity basketball and football. And I'm like, yo, if I wasn't doing this, it could be tough. I understand why a lot of dudes might have to lie. <laughs> they might have to flex because I'm like, it's not a, I can't even say like, it's always, always fair chance. I'm like, nah, bruh. It's a struggle for the smart fellas. You got to hide it. And I'm like, Georgia has, has abused your mind. Yeah. I'm talking about middle school and high school. Which Georgia was a blast. That was the funnest part. The college is fun. I'm like, we talking about middle school and high school. But like, what did he, like, better with the, what they said and what you said. As you said, fraternity men, yeah, like, of course, we're, we're seen as a high echelon because it's like, okay, yeah, we're in a fraternity with your brothers. But when you break that down, it's like, not every fraternity guy, every every girl likes, or every girl just wants to be with. Cause correct. Oh, but if you're, you didn't like, say that more. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of dudes wouldn't do it if they didn't. Right. Know that. <laughs> it's hey, it's 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 five other dudes trying to do it. Like make sure you you doing it right. Imagine what you said with the fifty. But when he said it's. It may be people are known, but it's a select few. It's literally a. T- you can put down top fifty, top fifty guys in the school. Like you can literally be like top fifty, and girls are literally gonna struggle to get twenty five that they actually consistently can say without adding the guys that don't go here, that are the drug dealers or the ones that are scammers, like that just be up here. They be like, oh, they go to Kennesaw, but not really, or they go to West Georgia, but not really. They just be in the area. But the people that actually go is smooth twenty five thirty that consistently. Girls actually like being around, right? Uh, but we're you gotta remember we're in a dominated crowd as well. Like they're weirdos groups in college. <laughs> yeah. like, they're probably like who walk around with the little bangs and like they get all, they get all the emo pussy. Like it doesn't. 
Right. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But when I, when I say, and, and Vontae hit on the best note, because I've also said this theory, it's not on the people that are in the... Like, it ain't for the dope boys to change being dope boys. It is for the, the people who are not dope boys to separate themselves from it. So what I'm saying is that if a very small percentage of women kick it with dope boys, a very small percentage of black men admire and be like, man, I, I kind of want that lifestyle, then it's okay. Because then you are just like the Hispanic groups that have major cartels, but you don't think of the average Mexican man as like a, you think of him as just working hard and doing his thing. You don't necessarily associate the average with a, even an affinity or a, a relation to their highest peak of criminality. It's the same with, I think Italians have mobs, but if you do not hear he's in the mob, he is, it's completely separate. You think of a whole different dude. I'm saying within the black community, the part of it is just literally being like, I kind of like these guys, or I, I admire them. I, I, I hold high reverence for them. If they die, we, we gonna clap it up for them. We gonna hold them to the same degree as our doctors, as our, uh, our major policymakers. You think that's true? Do you believe that there is a doctor that you can think in the last 15 years who had a death that was as popular as Nipsey Hussle? Will there be any doctor, politician, or businessman that'll have a death that is more, as, as popular as Nipsey Hussle? Or any, or Tupac, or Biggie? Dr. C. No. It wasn't. Not, not as. I'm saying, but well, you talking about an icon. Like, why was saying, you but do you believe that Warren? Do you believe that Warren Buffett, when he dies, it'll be a significant event in the white community? One of them. No. Well, Jeff Bezos. Do, you, do they have business? Yes, it will. Well, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. They, okay. they, they're millionaires and billionaires. There's people who ain't in nothing who are known who have a significant. I'm like, for us, yeah. that part of it is how you. How you clap it up to me? I'm not saying that you can that you're gonna get your your whole race and society where we're perfect, where nobody's criminal, where no one. No, I'm just saying, what do your middle people do? What is your 50? percent If there was a little distribution chart, 25 percent will be in crime, 25 percent will be thriving, making millions. What does your 50 percent believe? I'm saying our 50 percent got love for the, the, the lower 25 percent to such a high degree, we damn near shame the top 25 percent. It is easier to be a dude who sells weed, as a, a black dude, it's easier socially amongst your peers to sell weed than it is to make all A's and just be, ch- it, you got to hide that. You cannot just be outwardly with it. And I'm like, smart dudes, we get into it. And then there's like a, like for us, we might be like, man, because of our, I think we have above average social awareness. Like, so when we're able to adjust to, to do things, but I'm like, even for the dudes who ain't all that. They deserve a little more attention than dudes who are literally in a lifestyle where they're not going to make it. They just, it's not, a, it's not a formula for success. You have to teach your daughters, your women, like part of it is just literally, there's nothing we can teach. We have to say, these men will be exciting and cool and attractive. You have to pass the test on them. If too many of y'all like them, these men will fold. <laughs> these men are going to act a dip whatever way is necessary to get women because that is part of uh shelter, food, survival, and then re- reproduction. So if it just so happens that I, I'm attracted to my own race and I feel like the girls of my race like a certain dude, I'm gonna move how I feel like I have to move to be successful in it. And I think when we we jump around too much, we can't directly say it. Everybody's like, oh, you anything that places any bit of blame on women, it's like. Huh. You're talking like, bro, 
You think that you think that if girls right now say, "Hey, we only take suit and tie dudes. You gotta have a suit and tie, or I ain't kicking it with you." You think men would be like, "Oh hell, no, I ain't buying no suit." Uh, men, or will we buy the suit? Men are gonna go buy that suit. Gonna go buy everything that makes that suit. It's like we understand that they they are sexual selectors, just like in the animal kingdom. The men in most species, men don't choose who gets the women. They fight to the death for it, but the woman chooses. <laughs> The women choose. That's the reason why people are so big and strong. The animals are so big because they're fighting to the death for these women. So I'm like, the belief that women have no contribution to it, that y'all don't like gangster rappers and it's got uh, all the scholar dudes. Oh, yeah, man, let me just sag my pants. Let them be. God damn. Yeah, it has something to do with it. That's a that's a big contributing factor to it. It contributes to that. That truly comes back to how we view everything in society. It's like perfect, like. It's like rappers, athletes, all of that. It's like they're making money, 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 money. Money that is like right when they hit big, it's like you go from, you may go from making 20K, 30K a year to I'm a millionaire off rip. And it's not like it's like, oh, maybe. No, you're making bands. You're making, you can spend 100 bands within a week and be okay. And they see that lifestyle of since social media is so prominent. They see the lifestyles of the girls that are with them guys. And, and what you just said, we spoke earlier about foresightedness like, as a man. Like that was one of, one of the major traits we all said in our like top five things that what makes a man in life. Foresightedness, part of the thing that you have to do in your culture is start to have the foresightedness to believe. We may, what, if, what do you do if we do, we're not killed at age 18 in a, in a drive-by? If you're not in prison, if you do you have a the vision to see where you will be in 10, 15 years. And I'm like, part of it is also with women. It does not matter if you if you get a very high education, you get your job, but you deter the wrong men. Like, you play a role in the society. Just like, it's, we, we, we understand that if men are abusive or toxic, it can affect more than one woman. It affects her, it affects her family, it affects how she moves with other men. We need to understand that women, part of it is the... The standards that you place contributes to your whole group. Whatever you liked at age 18 and 21 impacted 100 dudes on the campus. This girl posted three memes once a, uh, every week saying she like a, a hood nigga. You don't know how many dudes you influenced to act tough just to get your attention. You get what I'm saying? And I'm like, the standard has to be in, in everything that we say, everything we do. It has to contribute to the belief that I want a man of good character I net not necessarily pinning it on his financial need when I meet him at age 21. But a man with good character, I'm going to bank that he becomes wealthier in, with age. You can't have a mindset that's like, show me. I don't, I don't believe it to you. Show me. Yeah, and I, <laughs> it ain't going to work. I'm broke. I'm 22. Like, wait. Give me a moment. And I'm like, anything that contributes to you need the results right now, it starts to contribute lack of foresightedness. For example, one of the biggest contributing factors to, I would say, me and Vontae's success is the belief that we believe we would thrive later with women. We had talks with like, hey, I, I don't think we can, I, we can't beat these dudes right now. These dudes, they just funny, cool, he got drugs, he got a little money on them. I'm not going to be against a, little, a girl for wanting to have a party with this dude. Yeah. But I don't believe he can stack up if we become men. I don't believe these dudes are going to stack up. If we have to chop it up for an hour... If we got to go to get a resume, we got to go get a job. If she needs a, a real romantic, intellectual partner, I think I will win most matchups. But I had a foresightedness that I know a lot of dudes don't. they like, I got to win tonight. 
I gotta win this week, this month, this year. And when you have that, it, it, it's like it's both like it's a flaw of the man, but it's also a flaw of the selecting group that that praises a man that makes money in a short term, even if it's illegal. You gotta have a whole bunch of women that's like, hell no, I would never fuck with a dude that's scamming. Like, hell no, I never fuck with it. When you have too many girls, it's like I might. This lifestyle. <laughs> and you have too many girls, like I might, and it's like you know what, fuck this shit, bro. I'm just gonna go do what they doing. I mean, within our culture though, it's it's too blurry sometimes, like. We met college students who were selling drugs and doing both. And so, like, sometimes it's hard to, like, pinpoint what's a good person and a bad person who might be involved in some illegal things just because, you know, like you said, it's widely accepted. But it's also a part of, like, our family lineage. Like, you know, anybody can think of somebody in their family who has done something. Some of them aren't, like, cruel people, but they just did something to get by. You know what I'm saying? And so we respect that struggle and grind so much sometimes to a fault. But at the same time, it's like just how we knew later down the road, we would be more appreciated. It, we were in a lusty age time. You know what I'm saying? Like that late, that phase of life is lust heavy. And then love starts to take like precedent. You know what I'm saying? And so like, can we always really say like, it's on the selector when we know that the selection will be made eventually the right way. Well, how would this? How do we know that eventually the selection will be made the right way? Just, just how you said, like you know that we would be good with women later on because they won't be able to measure up because they still trying to do. Oh, okay, okay. What if we are we as the men? We're not the selectors. We may be good and we will have have success in it. But what if the five to ten women that we may have liked at a younger age they fail and in doing so maybe they have five of them have children by a man that's not there. Four of them are, are banished to loneliness. One of them finds a guy. These are real statistics, like because just like you said, they're the college, the the woman to man ratio is not equal. It's unfair, but I'm like the actual results are more drastic, more loneliness, more like it's it's consequential. It ain't just oh well, you messed up now. You kick it with a dude, no kids, your money's good, financially okay, no trauma, and you find a man later. No, it's more so the too many little too many avoidable mistakes at a young age affects their impact at a young at an older age but also i'm gonna add to this i think i definitely what you said was a great point of like everybody has a little money past so let me differentiate this i think it's a strong distinct fact difference that we can all see between the man majoring in law who sells a weed at his apartment but is clean cut on social media and to the public from the man who i sell gas and i'm also i post guns on my social media I end parties because I fight at them. I am outwardly and and, and, and very visually involved in, in, in criminal activity. I buy chains that is above my means right now so people can know I am. And I think we always try to make that. And it's like when you do these, when you when you group in the uh, you group in the girl who made pot brownies <laughs> on the side that she's a nursing major with the dude who is a. He his his main nine to five is selling out his cousin crib on the apartment on the campus. It's like no, let's separate them. Let's how about we do separate them? I think she's okay. It's not as great, but I think she'll be all right. This guy, these guys, no, that specific thing, nah, y'all going too far with it. Like y'all just y'all y'all like, and I think other races make that differentiation. But 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 let's be fair now. We can think back to our campus. Mm-hmm. The craziest nigga didn't get more pussy than the funniest nigga. 
Can you agree to that? No. You can't? I ain't gonna say the man's name. I ain't gonna say the man's name, but one of the craziest things I know was running through the campus yeah, I was. I know a lot of great. And I think you know, but Georgia, <laughs> some of you ladies probably know, like this dude was wild. I, 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 this dude was, these dudes were coming through. I, I'll tell you my experience. We go to a party. I'm with Monte. Like, we at the party and we walk in, like, you walk into the party. It's like, I mean, the energy. These those energies, it's like <sighs> who these niggas? It, it's it's a terrifying energy. Girls in they dance and just having fun. Oh my god! Like I'm like, yo, this is these dudes have. I get like I can understand for girls. Like I guess it probably is cool because they know ain't no dudes gonna mess with them at this party because these dudes is is menacing. Like how I've seen like, the same guy come in parties and like music cut off. Dudes get out the way in a college campus, all grown men. Football players, they're like, like you know what I'm saying? Bro, like, fraternity, everybody. Because they're moving so menacingly. Like, I would say they were actually way more successful. But, no, there were some funny guys that was definitely sneaking in. Not but, uh, funny. I'm talking about fun. Like, they just. Oh, yeah. They get more than the crazy. Like, they get more than the crazy. They be the same nigga. The wildest dudes be the dudes who do a lifestyle to get the bottles and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And smiling with the girls and beating the dude's ass outside the party. Something wild. Dirt is like, they're with the girls. They're smiling. They're doing that. But to the nigga, stay over here looking at us like. I'm going to kill you. They are villains. They are villains. It's like you look look over there, bro. They go be like you look over there at the girl. It's like she may smile at you, and then all of a sudden you see a nigga just come out of nowhere. Not even her nigga, just in the back, just looking at you like, like, nah, this is this is mine for tonight. But it's like, and let let let. And Monte, Monte, Monte always trying to fit the 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 devil's advocate. Let's say you you have a son, and you see as a young man that he is. Bold, confrontational, and a little fighty. Do you think to yourself, man, this guy's gonna struggle with girls? <laughs> but if you have a hold on, hold on. If you have a son who's quiet and smart and thoughtful, do you think I gotta help him? I gotta help him a little bit. It might be a think, like really think, like be honest. No, like a, the sensitive, soft, smart guy. You would think that he should be straight. No, <laughs> that's the one you gotta coach up. Your little fighting rough head son, he getting in fights and just confident like hell no. You like yeah, he gonna have he gonna be alright. We gotta get his behavior together. I'm but he gonna be alright. <laughs> there, there's there's a bad side of both of those. Like agreed, there's some niggas that's so crazy that they go off on women too. Agree, agree. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But also when it comes down to it, you you got to think it's like that that guy who might just be quiet just because he just likes chilling like that. Girls, like, people are going to see that as, like, oh, why is he like that? Like, why is he just so quiet? But, mm-hmm. but a guy who always turning up in everybody's face going, oh, I want to be around him. But in actuality, you don't want to be around him. It's like, he is the worst type of that's, guy you can And that's all I'm saying, Monty. Just admit, like, this, and, and, and this is going to be a snippet right here. I'm like, I think everybody acts like, like, women just have, like, a, a, a godly sense of who's going to be the successful men. No, they don't. They, they're just guessing. And a lot of them, the success rate is not even good enough that you could even believe they choose the right dude. There is obviously, like, in our experience, we all know 
We, we're in the locker room with these guys. We know who lying. We know who talking about their sexual experiences too much. We know all these things. I'm like, we don't. The code is not necessarily to tell women what we know, mm-hmm. but we're aware at a relatively high rate. We all know at least five men that were like not really great characters, not really the great character, mm-hmm. but many women like these men. Like, mm-hmm. so it cannot be a correlation. You know, okay. there's no correlation. There can't be a correlation between uh, the uh, good traits in these. Yeah. Like, no way. Like, sometimes it's something outside of what is good for people. Like, they, they, they it, it can just be their animal vibe is just attracted to this and man. That's, that's what it comes back to. It's like they're they're not they're attracted to, of course, how they look and all of that, but how they present themselves. They present girls go off of dominance. Yeah, yeah. They they view they view their their perfect <laughs> man off of dominance and how much of an alpha male he is compared to the surrounding areas. It's like, right. yeah, on a college campus it may be thousands of people, but if you're in that top fifty of guys that's just viewed as top dominance, like you walk into a place and you literally make everybody like attention is on you just by walking in. Girls see that as like. I want that. It doesn't matter how. I want that. But so the guy, if, they, if they want, if the attention is on a dude who's smart, yeah, then the society is better. Right. right. But I'm the, just the, saying the, that the attention is not going to be on the I'm smart guy. Imagine that. It's a it's a figment of imagination though. Like imagining a regular guy like just coming in with his book bag, like and they're like, oh my god. <laughs> 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 you're right, you're right. Okay, they, and that's the example that people make. The example right. make. Put it like this. Do you believe Hold on, before you start messing up? I always say I always say let me finish. The the fact that you have that and then for for two Like he said, dominance is important, and and we as men are always gonna choose the sex appeal to to make sure it's like like your answer is like sacrifice some sex appeal for a good man. Niggas is not sacrificing sex appeal for white qualities. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to really be realistic about it. It's like wow, she she has such white qualities. I don't care if she don't look that good. There's not many dudes saying that. But it's like guys, as personally personally, I don't I don't. For the record, I don't care what anybody says. When they be like, oh, attraction, that's the last thing. You're lying. Because that's the first thing you see. You like you. It doesn't matter. It's like, if you see somebody and you feel like, oh, they're attracted to you, then you're going to think of personality, how right. they move, how they vibe. But if you're not attracted to them physically, you're not going to tell me. You're just going to be like, well, he doesn't look that good, but... Right. I'm gonna just go ahead and you know talk to him on give right. him a give them give him the benefit of the doubt unless it's like a guy that looks great over yeah. there tall all of that she's gonna automatically be like fuck it I'm throwing myself to him right all right same for guys though it's it's same vice versa it's like girl look good it's like yeah girl over there she might be cute. Man, she a bad bitch. She trying to slide on me. Right. What are you gonna do? And in our time of being at our lowest on the totem pole, we still had women coming through that was pretty solid women. We wanted to just stick with them, but it's like the thought that we're always gonna get more or get better or get better is like always gonna hold you back from what this woman could really be. Because just how you say, settle for the the more efficient. In smart choice, there were some very smart women that we could have just been like, yeah, 
we could we could settle down. Uh, you're not the sexy woman I plan to get, but because you have that qualities, I'm gonna settle down. Right? But I can say this, but now you're actually seeing like those people that wasn't chosen, and they're getting together. You realize like they're coming together and they're literally making the future they want together. Because it's like they know where each side is coming from. They feel from each other on a different level. So it's like. I'm a grind as much as you are to get to the goal you want to. So, like, for example, there's, like, girls with the new health craze and then guys working out. It's like you have couples that literally probably wasn't chosen together. But then they met up, vibe together, and then after a while, they just, their goals start aligning. So they start working out. All of a sudden, they're looking like a power couple. But a couple of years ago, it's like, the who the fuck are these two? Type shit. Right. Okay. So I have two points. Two replies to Montez then. A, he made the example of like, okay, well, if you just walk into the book bag, do you feel like you deserve the attention of all the women? I understand that. A good thing I always try to tell people, because I know that is the best, like, that is the deterrent that I think is used in the black community. Think, what is considered an attractive white man to white women? Does he look anything eerily resembling what is considered the most attractive for black men? Do the does the Latino man, does the African man, does the all these other groups, does their non-criminal, is he considered a dork? Does he move to the extreme or is he just not criminal? That's just a fool for thought. Always think, why do we think of the the opposite of the thug? Why don't we just think there's a lot of middle blacks who are just chilling, like a lot of guys, whatever. But then the second thing is this. The separation in what you what you guys said about men are gonna always men aren't sacrificing their their sexiness uh with their sexual expectations like a very pretty woman. The difference in that is I would say this: men pick from what they get, which is a smaller amount of women that are more inclined to pursue a serious relationship. Women have a large group of men, many of whom want to um, engage in sexual relationships. Very few want to engage in serious relationships. So for them, really, you can be just like men, only if you are smart enough to separate the men who actually want you. So for most women, if you have 100 men that want to hit, but only eight dudes want to choose, you choose the sexiest of the eight. But if you are unable or you struggle or you don't have the skills, the dating, the talk, the text, whatever the case may be. To help, and I understand. Yeah, it's hard to pick. Some dudes gonna cap. Some dudes gonna flex. That's what I'm saying. 20, but I'm, Twenty out of those hundred men is like, I do want to do it. I just need some time. Right, and I and I think this. We don't ever. What's that? Let me tell you. Let me tell you the hard thing for men that we don't. We judge them hard on, and we don't give leeway. If you are a man and you date a lot of women and you uh, pursue or commit to a woman who has been sexually promiscuous with a whole bunch of men in your area, it is considered a very likely problem to occur. But we don't give you slack for it. Oh, no, we don't. It was your fault. You chose that. <laughs> you kept dating. And out of your dating, you were unable to determine whether because your social intelligence, whether because you didn't ask questions, whether because you don't have enough friends to ask around, you were unable to say that. For women, this is their challenge. And you're right. There is no cure for it. There's no way to eradicate the chance that they might be wrong. But we got to give them the challenge. We got to at least say, hey, this is your... Because if you tell them, hey, if you choose wrong... It's the guy's fault for lying. Then girls just, all right, shit, I'm going to answer the nigga and just say my bad. If we tell them, no, it's y'all fault, think smart, wait, <laughs> calculate, really research these dudes, see who you picking, 
then I think you'll you'll see a group of them. A lot of them will gravitate towards. I'm telling you, if a girl just wait two weeks, she can sometimes eliminate half the suitors. <laughs> text text all the dudes who hit you up. Be like, yo, what's up? What's up? Hey, you know I can't make it this weekend. And just see that might eliminate forty percent of dudes. All right, bad. I'm out. Say, hey, shit, can we just catch a movie or one thing? That might eliminate 30. People be acting like, nah, it's a hundred dudes pressing her for three months. And it was just so, nah, no. She don't, the girl didn't reply or did not give her number to 70% of the dudes that DM'd. From those dudes, it, it depends how long before she actually made contact. How long before she actually got sexually active. How long before she committed. Let's not say it's just a, man. 50 guys are just courting her. 50 guys gave her roses and talked about their dreams and fears and their career plans. And why did she? It's so hard. She chose. No. A lot of dudes pursued her in a serious way. Five guys will fly as hell. She chose one of the fly guys. Maybe sometimes it didn't work out. Smart woman going to take that and be like, word. All right. I know he might be messed up. Let me get right next time. Girls who are not as smart or who like just fly men will continue to be like, nah, I'll get played by a whole bunch of fly dudes. I just want a memory book of fly sexual experiences with many men. Why do we have to give so much justification to everything? When dudes kick it with a whole bunch of women, we don't think, oh, all these women aren't up to par. We just think, oh, you just like having sex with a lot of dudes. You like a lot of attention. Cool. When women do it, it's like, oh, man, she, she can't find the right one. Is there any room for the woman that just likes a lot of men? She just likes being desired. She just likes this game. And so it's easy to play the role of like, they keep bamboozling me. The 30th dude. The 30th dude bamboozled me. You know everybody at this party. You walked in for free. Right. But the 30th dude bamboozled you. No. You like these dudes. It's cool. Just say it. Eat it. And be Get player with it. Be yeah. pee. And it's not pee to be and crying and you know what it is. And that's the thing, when it comes down to it, it's like no one's no one's telling these girls not to do it. Because it's like, I mean, if you do it, you do it. Nobody's telling you, but it's like, if you're gonna do it, you have to move in a certain way that it's like that can't one simple situation can't affect you and you go back to doing the same shit. Correct. Because it's like if you go back to doing the same shit, what's the point of even fucking voicing your opinion about it? Cause it's like you better go back, do the same thing. Guy's gonna, and then you wonder why guys aren't taking it serious because it's like, if he can do it, and I, this is a mindset by guys as well. It's like, looking at certain niggas, it's like, if he can do it, oh, I can do it, and I can, <laughs> I can do it with a swifter time, easier. I can, I can do it easier just because it's like looking at him, but in actuality, from a guy's perspective, it's like, that shit is bad. It's, just, it's like, it's bad, but it's like, also, that's just what. They're used to in that setting. So it's like, yeah, two people of the same caliber can, but it's like your mindset and your matureness you bring to it. Hey, Michael, I'm going to bring a little closing statement. I want one little idea that I've had of like just a thought of the week or just like little messages you think of is, is resonated with you this week, even if it doesn't relate to it. But on that one topic, I just want to say, like, I think it's um, you have to be intentional about what you're desiring in relationships. And adjust to whatever you want. You get what I'm saying? If you if you desire to, to date many people, all I'm saying is just I want more realistic ideas of, of, of how we should treat it. I think what contributes to men moving a certain way and, and women will say, oh, well, he just guys are all about looks. I'm like, 
Guys are all about the best looks of what they can attain. We think of a small percentage of group who can attain many, but 75%, that's three out of four men, they have relatively low options. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not as many girls and just options and brothels like I think a lot of people think. It's actually way more mediocre than you think, and then they choose the most attractive of that. And I say for women, you can do the same. Like, it's not nothing against it. I just am away from women believing all a thousand men that like the picture are options. Out of the a thousand men, there is really 23 men that are options. Eight of them are in Texas. Five of them are married. Seven of them are, it, it starts dwindling to like, you actually have a more manageable, tangible re, uh, list of guys to try and you should be targeting that instead of being the attention for many. But, I just want to leave off with, uh, you know, saying this one message. I thought, I think intellectualism or anti-intellectualism is something that I've thought this week. I'm going to dig in on my, my fellow swings, my bros. During the State of the Union address, I came downstairs and I saw um, they were watching the Celtics game. I just literally walked up in front of the TV and I said, this right here is what's holding us back. Guys, I just think at times, in our culture, I, I think at times, like, it gets too okay to not care enough about things we're supposed to care about. And, and politics may be one of those things. I'm like, I don't know. I, I feel like age 24, 25, that it should be around the time we start caring about it. If we want to be in business, it should be somewhere around the time we start caring about it. If we want to start families, it should be around the time we start caring about it. As we grow into men, I'm like, certain, I'm like, we should be able to, I should chop it up and have a book that I like and be able to talk with y'all without it always being like, I think I read books or something like Lord I'm like, oh man, like, the, the, I don't see a, a progression sometimes in the desire for new knowledge. And I think I was always taught, people were saying like, man, you act like an old man. And I realized, am I? Or am I acting like a smart man? Because I see old men sometimes that reject knowledge. I'm like, you have to, it's, it's a, it's a, it's something you have to intentionally desire to do. Like, I want to be smarter. I want to always get better. I always want to progress. And I just, I encourage people don't embrace anti-intellectual. Don't be against learning more, progressing and pushing your mind. So that's my little spill. I guess you, what you got anything you want to say, man? About this week. Yeah. Just any, any idea, any reson- mm. message that resonated with you? Mm. I can say this week, uh, this week, it's really been more of like a, for me, it's been more of like a business and understanding, like, but in life is like, it's, you literally have to find time to just, just breathe, like, cause of course in today's world, especially if you're a college student or any, just a student or just a recent graduate, it's a lot of things going on. Like you're trying to find yourself, you're trying to do this, do that, trying to make money as well while establishing yourself. But the thing is, it's like people get so caught up in doing that instead of actually just understanding like, right, you're actually doing better than most people. Right. So it's like when you understand that and you just take that time to breathe, collect yourself and actually get yourself back right on the path that you want, then you're going to be okay. But a lot of us get caught up in the, we're not, we're not here yet. But in actuality, it's like you're farther than most people can right. even imagine. Go outside and smell the roses. Yeah. Exactly. And I'll just say, uh, so this week we've been meeting with the juniors um, to talk with them about how their senior year is going to look. 
And, you know, we kind of always ask what they want to do after high school, that keeping that, that thought in their mind. Um, but it's always that pressure that they feel of like they have to have an answer. And I, I always stress this to my students that like, hey, you don't have to have it all figured out. You just need direction. Like you need to be headed towards something rather than having like what's going to be on the other end fully cleared up. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that can be applied with anything like heading towards your direction, like somewhere you feel like there's meaning going to be residing and then wait until you get there to figure it out. It's not always the worst thing rather than being like stagnant somewhere, you know? So that's my, my message for the, for the world. Damn, that, was yeah. <laughs> that was a great message. I feel like that relates in my life. But yeah. yes, anyway, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been tuning in to uh, P Junkies podcast. P Junk. Commenting on our, our reels and liking it. Really appreciate it. You know, make sure you comment and share it with people. We definitely appreciate that. Make sure you follow us at P Junkies podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. P Junkies out. Peace.